You're listening to Boss Tone Radio. I'm Paul Hansen. This is the second segment of the 18th edition. You are hearing Marty Friedman. This is live in Europe, and this song's called Elixir. We've got Marty on the line all the way from Tokyo, Japan, but let's listen to him a little bit before we pick up where we left off. Hey, Marty, let's talk about gear for a second. Cool. So now you're playing Ibanez guitars? Ibanez are a fabulous company. Actually, in the studio today, I'll be using one. Uh-huh. But I'm also playing Gibsons and PRSs, and there's a couple of new boutique brands here in Japan that I've got in my arsenal here. So I, I kind of like to have different guitars for different occasions, so to speak. Actually, I do such a wide range of activities over here in Japan um, that require different kinds of guitars. So do you find that easy to pick up a completely different guitar? Oh, absolutely. I'm not one of those guys who has to have, you know, this one guitar or this one setup. I could totally care less. Really? So if you go from a guitar with maybe a flat fingerboard and 6,100 frets, and then you pick up a... I don't even notice any of that stuff. I could honestly care less. Wow. I don't know I don't notice gauges of strings. I don't notice thickness of necks. The only thing I notice is if that volume knob is in the way of my picking, I hate it. That's one thing I wanted to ask you about. You have a really interesting way of picking. You kind of come from underneath the strings. Well, I uh, don't really come underneath the strings. It kinda of looks like that, but um the way I pick, if you notice my right hand, it doesn't mute the strings. Uh-huh when I'm playing melodies and solos. It does not mute the strings because I don't like the sound of muted strings when playing solos. You know, you can hear that that sound, I friggin' hate it. Huh. I want to hear it. I want to hear the note ring out. I don't even think about it, but just subconsciously, I do not want those strings to be muted when I'm playing melodies. I want to hear stuff clearly. And um, I think I've been doing that ever since I started playing it. I just... Uh, wow. Obviously, sometimes on rhythm, especially when you're playing metal type of stuff, you mute the rhythms, and sometimes I do that. But even then, I prefer not to mute mm-hmm. as much as most metal players do, and I like to let the notes ring out louder and bigger and stronger. So do you use a little less gain than maybe someone else would? No, I, huh. you know, I don't even pay attention to that. I, I like uh, a sound that is uh, absolutely aggressive and in your face. So how do you keep those low strings from vibrating, or is it... I get that question a lot, and um, it's probably a very unorthodox way of keeping them from vibrating. I don't really think about it, but I know naturally that if a string is about to vibrate, I'll quickly mute it just after I've picked the note that I want to have picked. With your left hand? single note thing, but if it's like a passage... You just got to play accurately. If you yeah. play accurately, then um, you won't have that ringing out problem. Right, and you're not going to bump into those strings. Back to your gear, what kind of amps do you use? I'm using angle amps now, and I guess it's kind of like a boutique Marshall type of sound, um, but uh, with a lot more consistency, and uh, everywhere you go, it sounds the same. I really like that. Over the years, do you have any favorite pedals? Uh, or... Actually, from Boss, they have a thing called Slow Gear. 
Oh, yeah. And they have an Ottawa that I like very much. AW3, yeah. For the basic in pedals, I really love the Boss stuff. I mean, you cannot beat a Boss chorus. I mean, if that's the sound, you want a chorus, it's a Boss chorus, period. Uh Uh-huh. And the distortion, you know, the distortion in overdrive. The DS1, the orange one? Yeah, I guess it's the DS series. Anything having to do with basic overdrive and distortion, it's like you just go straight to those Boss ones. They're just like the go-to pedals kind of thing. Uh, you know, um, anything like a multi-unit, like a, mm-hmm. a G, um, GT-10. Yeah. We made the GT-8, which I think I saw you yeah, use. Yeah, the GT-8, I use that for, like, you know, events and stuff, and, uh-huh. and it's wonderful because you don't need amps, and you get all these great tones and stuff, and I can use it in the studio. But my favorite thing is GS-10. There's two speakers in it. There's, right. It's like a multi-amp simulator, and it's got, like, tons of tones in it. Boss doesn't make it anymore, but, yeah, it's like an earlier version of the GT10-type technology, um, but it has a computer interface and the, those built-in speakers you mentioned. It's the best thing ever. I've used uh-huh. that on so many TV shows. It's not like you got to play a big musical piece. They just want you to have a guitar there to... You know, chime in if you need right. something, if you need to play something. So it's <laughs> perfect for those casual type of things. Let's take a listen to another excerpt I have here. This is from your Music for Speeding album. This one's called Ripped. Let's talk about Japan. I hear you're pretty famous over there. It's kind of insane. I mean, I came over here literally just to play music because I just really got infatuated with Japanese pop music, like in the mid-90s, and um, uh-huh. just listening to it all the time, and I just like really wanted to play it for real and like get into the scene over here. It's literally 90% of the music scene is Japanese, and the remaining 10% is all international music, so... Really? It's a big misconception outside of Japan that American music and foreign music is so popular here. It's really not the case. I mean, hmm. Japanese music is by far the staple here, but uh, I just fell in love with it and wanted to play it and started playing it, got into the band of one of my favorite singers kind of right away as soon as I moved here and uh, out of a strange turn of events, uh, started doing some TV and had a hit show right out of the box and that just wow. got me into a, a lot of insane TV stuff. I've probably been in 300 TV shows since oh I've my been gosh. Movies <laughs> and, and the whole thing really brings attention to my music, which is, is really what I do. I mean, That's the most important thing. The hoot, it's fun and all that, but um, you know, <laughs> the main purpose of what I do is music, so if I can bring attention to what music it is, it doesn't matter you know, whether it's a TV show or a movie, I'll do it. And um, it's really been a wonderful your album Loudspeaker is a great example. Uh, did really well in the charts? Yeah, I mean, that's the first uh, chart record I've ever had for yeah. a solo album. <laughs> hey, do you notice when you're going out for, I suppose you go out for sushi or wh- whatever, people recognize you? 
All the time, yeah. Are people more polite, though, in Japan? They don't run up and ask for autographs, or do you have that? They do, yeah, and, and but they're polite about it. I mean,、uh-huh. um, like Elvis said, you know, you should never turn down someone who asks for an autograph because one、right. day they'll stop asking, you know, and I'm <laughs> very happy to meet fans and stuff. And, and it's always interesting to find out what the fans know me from over here because、uh-huh. before I moved over here, you know, fans, of course, knew me from Megadeth and stuff like that. And、right. now they still do, but、uh, the majority of the people who come up to me here know me from a TV show that I've been on or something like that. <laughs> or,、uh, I also have a, a lot of columns and magazines and stuff and newspapers.、Uh-huh. It's always interesting to find out why they know me, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always appreciative of anybody. I lived in Europe for a couple of years and I totally missed tacos, margaritas, and football. Do, are, there, <laughs> are there some things that you really miss? I do miss football, I'll tell you that. I miss football and,、um, you know, they, you, Mexican food is like, there's not really a lot of that over here in Japan,、no. oddly enough, because there's every possible other kind of food in the entire world here. But、uh, <laughs> Mexican food, can, you kind of have to look for it if, if you're into it.、Uh-huh. You know, I go back to the States maybe four or five times a year, so I get that.、Yeah. But、uh, football is, you know, if I was a really big fan, I'd follow it on the net, but I just don't have that kind of time. But I, I kind of miss, you know, football. It's never, ever a topic of discussion. <laughs> Currently, are there any bands that you like that you recommend? There's tons of bands that、mm-hmm. you should check out, especially like if you're into a, aggressive music and、mm-hmm. metal or guitar or anything like that. I mean,、uh, just get onto YouTube and look up. The first band you should look up is probably Deer and Gray. D I R E N G R E Y. And then you should probably look up a band called Mary, which is M E R R Y. Are and these? Then,、um, a band called Mook, which is M U C C. Oh, the, definitely you should look up Maximum the Hormone. Wow. Definitely. That is、uh, that's, uh, my first pick. <laughs> they, they are so rad that they will just rip your head off. Absolutely highest possible recommendation. So th- these are Japanese? Japanese bands. All these bands are Japanese. Japanese. Ah. Any last advice for guitarists? Things that helped you? Keep stuff simple. Get a simple rig. I mean, it's perfect that we're talking about Boss because Boss is like simple gear.、Mm-hmm. You know? You know, there's a lot of really cool gear out there that's complicated and stuff, but that's just going to bum you out. Get <laughs> stuff that's like basic, tried and true quality stuff.、Uh-huh. And that will just give you more energy to play. I mean, if you spend all your time twiddling knobs and stuff, you know, that's energy taken away from creating music. So keep your gear simple, keep your guitars simple. There's nothing lamer than like some guitar with all a bunch of knobs on it. And, 50 toggle switches. <laughs>、yeah. It's all this useless stuff. Yeah. That, like, all the time that you spend learning how to work all that stuff should be time that you're dedicating to making music and creating、right. something new. And play all the time, play music at any possible chance that you have. Anytime you're invited to play something, do it. Anytime you have a chance to jam with another musician, do it. Especially if you think that musician is good, then you will hopefully. Learn something Pick from that person、stuff. by jamming with them. And just always be jamming. Don't sit around noodling in front of the TV.、Mm-hmm. If you're playing, have a purpose. But、uh-huh. always play and play with other people as much as possible. And that's the best advice I can give you. So play with other people. Obviously, you have to do some practicing by yourself. And, but that、uh-huh. self practicing should be along with a CD or along with a backing track or along with something.、Um, if you play by yourself all the time, 
you're mm-hmm. not going to develop an ear for tuning, and you're not going to develop an ear for uh, ad-libbing right. and uh, reacting to other musicians. So you always want to keep keep the other musicians in mind. It's an ensemble and how your guitar fits into the whole everything else. You know what I mean? So if you can't jam along with another musician, jam along with your favorite CDs. And uh, that's my advice. That's great words of wisdom. Marty, thanks for coming on the Boston Radio Show. Absolutely my pleasure, and uh, thanks for calling me. All the best to you in beautiful Japan. Thanks very much, and we'll chat soon. Okay, see you. Take care. This is Marty soloing over Hangar 18 from the classic Rest in Peace Megadeth album. Hey, let me plug Marty's website. It's martyfriedman.com. Also, you can find out about Boss Gear at bossus.com. Thanks for listening. Paul Hansen here saying, until next time, see you later. Later.